They will surprise you. They're better than you. Most of the time, they're more creative and they're often smarter than us as well. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast, my friends. I am your host, Mark, and this week we are continuing our Toxic Leader, Toxic Follower series, and we're on the empowerment hierarchy last year in 2023, which may be associated book sometime soon. We'll see. It's in the brain. It's working. There are things that are happening. I'm excited to be here, and today I'm going to open with a quote that many of you have probably heard before, which is, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I don't know who started this. Uh, probably goes all the way back to the days when we only had wheelbarrow carts, right? But the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And what that means is that when something's going wrong, that's the thing we pay attention to. So what happens very frequently is it's very common for us to let our high performers get on autopilot. We know they're going to take care of the job. It's easy enough to put them to the side and focus on the troubled people, the trouble situations. We have more work to do in a day. There was an estimate that the average executive has and more than up to 40 hours of work in their hopper at any given time. Like we're all just behind on what it is that we have to do. There's not enough time in the day to accomplish all of our tasks. So of course, the squeaky wheel ends up getting the grease and everybody that's doing a good job, we kind of on autopilot which means that many people in our organizations are doing enough to comply, but they're not doing enough to excel. And oftentimes they don't even know what it means to excel. And so last week I introduced this idea of the empowerment hierarchy two weeks ago now. Last week we dug into the accountable layer and this week we're gonna dig to the responsible layer. And if you remember the accountable, responsible, and then next the tip top of the the empowered, which is what we're gonna talk about next week. And the role of leadership when it comes to the empowerment hierarchy, just to give you a refresher, is to ensure that the mission is getting done. I mean, let's be real. Like your job at the end of the day is to ensure that your key performance indicators, that your metrics are green, that the stuff you're supposed to do, good golly, you got to get it done. And our next step is to move people up the empowerment hierarchy. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be looking at our people and figuring out how do we get them to perform at higher and higher and higher levels in a way that doesn't break them. We're not trying to squeeze blood from a stone. We're trying to increase the strength of their muscles. If you're listening to this rather than watching it in a video, you can see that I'm kind of flexing to increase the size of my muscles. That would be the key of this exercise right now. But we should be trying to move people up the pyramid. So last week we talked about accountable. This week we're going to talk about responsible. And responsible is the middle layer of the pyramid. And it's what I talk and often refer to as the bridge. It's the bridge between accountable and empowered. It's the middle layer. And the key difference between accountable and responsible is ownership. People that are responsible are defined by self-starting action. They're inside of the organization. They're moving forward. They have taken ownership of a task. They are no longer being prompted to complete. They own the outcome of a task. And so they have a responsibility, an additional duty, a project, a program. They're going to do whatever it takes to get that done. They're not just going to do what it is that you ask them to do. They're going to do more than that because you have no idea what's required to do the thing. None of us do. You couldn't make a pencil if you tried. There's chemicals and factories and tools and wood. And it's a crazy complicated process to think that you can make any object or do any task in and of itself all by yourself is crazy. People at the responsible layer are the ones that are getting it. And so as we think about taking ownership without being prompted, we're accountable to do what's asked of them. These are words like trust. This is where trust really starts to foster. If you have responsibility for something, I'm trusting that you're going to get it done. 
There's no micro suspensing in most cases where there's no micro uh, tasks that I have to give you. I can delegate the outcome. Self-guided action is a really big one as we go into responsibility. You're managing at this point yourself. I'm leading you. I don't have to manage you any longer. It's a fantastic transition. Not that management is bad. Management is needed. It's necessary. It's an underdeveloped skill inside the middle. And last, proactive behavior. It's just getting out there and showing initiative. An initiative doesn't only extend to, well, I'm going to take out the trash because the, t- the trash is starting to get full. Initiative in problem solving as well. This is where someone goes with someone is at the accountable level. Hey, boss, I got a problem. It's like, no, don't bring me speed bumps. Bring me walls. When you hit a wall, I'll help you break through it. But I need you to go over speed bumps. People at the responsible level, these are folks that show initiative in problem solving. They bring you the hard problems. They don't bring you every problem. Hey, I tried to do what you told me. Nobody answered the phone. It's like, well, did you call around? Did you, you know, look in the global address list for somebody else that works in the office? Did you go down to their office and see if they're physically there? No, I guess I could do that. No, people that are responsible for getting it done, they're never going to bring you those types or rarely going to bring you those types of problems. They're going to bring you the big stuff. They're not going to bring you the small stuff. And then decreased need of supervision management. Owning outcomes is a big one for them, not just the steps of the And what this causes the leader in the situation to feel is that you can delegate more than just the task itself. It's amazing when you can look at someone and I don't have to delegate you to go create a document. I can delegate you to go finish the program. I don't have to like do everything. I don't have to micromanage. I don't have to carry the weight, the burden, the mental load of the task. I can give that to another human and I can delegate outcome. Delegating outcome versus delegating task looks like this. Not I need you to get this done. Hey, I need you to go in the other room. I need you to move the desks around in this configuration. Okay, that's a task. Hey, we've got two new people coming into the office. Can you go and rearrange the office over there so that it's comfortable for them? That's delegating outcome. Delegating intent is what commanders are trained to do, right? Delegating intent. When someone is at the responsible layer, we're getting them rather than just getting a task to them. So as we talked about accountability, was it wrong to be at the accountable level? Not necessarily, although people at the accountable level are not happy with their outcome. So maybe they should be unhappy about level of engagement. It's also not wrong to be at the responsible layer. It's a great place to be. If I can have everyone in my organization at the responsible layer instead of just a few, few people at accountable, I'd be pretty happy. I think it's a good, happy middle ground. It's a great place to be, but it's a logical step to the next level. Give me a room full, a team full of responsible people, and I'll just start raising up empowered people I one by one. Or they'll fall out because they don't be called to a higher level of challenge. But it's way better, way better than being at the accountable level. Way better. So what do we do? How do we deal with people that are at the responsible level? Well, number one, clear expectations. If you don't know what you want from them, go back to the drawing board, man. You tell these people what you want, these people will deliver. And on the flip side of that, understanding that these people are going over speed bumps, be sensitive to their needs. If someone at the responsible level is like, hey, I need something, take that seriously. When someone at the accountable level is like, hey, I need something, you're like, do you though? Do you really need something? And you kind of tune it out. But when it comes to the responsible level, these people often don't bring you problems until they really need help. And so be sensitive to that. Let them take the initiative. When they bring you a problem, when they identify a problem, let them have the first crack at solving it. All right, what do you think you should do? Hey, do you have this call? Are you sure you want me to be involved? Do you need anything from me? No. Train them to make you obsolete. Train them to know that, hey, I could get involved, but I'd rather you make the decision. And I'll back you up. Just make the decision you think I would want you to make. Have good intent. And understand one of the biggest things that you can do with this group of people, understand these two words, preference and policy. 
Your preference doesn't matter. Throw your preference in the trash. Your preference keeps people at the accountable level. Your preference and how the job should be done will keep people at the, at the accountable level. They will stop showing initiative if they were ever going to, and they will become transactional with you. You know why? Because if they bring you something and you're like, well, this is how I want it. Well, why did you tell them in the beginning? Does it meet the criteria you gave them? Then it's your fault if it doesn't meet your standards. It's your fault. If you told them X, Y, and Z, and that's exactly what they brought you back, then you failed, not them. And if they went the extra mile and still met your requirements, well, then you know what? It's your fault if you don't like it. You give them left and right boundaries. You give them instruction. And if you don't like the result, then it's your fault. If they meet your criteria, your preference is irrelevant. Stick it in the trash and tell them good job. Not their product. Stick your, your preference in the trash. Policy is what matters. People at the responsible level, they thrive when you give them responsibility, left-right boundaries, and allow them to create, to build. Don't get so hung up on how you want it to be. Who cares about that? Or give it to them in the beginning. Train them on what matters to you and allow them to create and innovate with everything else. They will surprise you. They're better than you. Most of the time, they're more creative and they're often smarter than us as well. So we need to make sure that we set clear expectations, understand preference versus policy. And what kind of accountability do these people need? We're going beyond now basic standards, and we want to hold this group of people, the responsible people, accountable to standards that they've had a hand in creating. So think of it this way, that if my Vaughn, let's just say my chief of operations, him and I, I'm not going to tell him the minimum standard. Hey, I want you to be polite. I want you to answer the phone when people call. I want you to read. Like, I'm not going to give him very basic standards. He's going to tell me what he wants to be known for. He's going to tell me how he wants to perform. He's going to tell me the level he wants to be at. That's what I can hold him accountable to. We're going to get beyond the basics. Maybe it's not a letter of counseling because he didn't do the bare minimum. It's a, hey man, I expect more of you. What's going on? I'm disappointed. Now we have a conversation about the heart, not the action itself. And then we're helping him to go up in level. Every time that goes well, our influence goes up in their engagement. And when we reward these people, often this group is not as concerned with the day off. They want to be working in most cases. They got jobs to do. You're going to send me home? Like, I don't want to go home. I want to be here. Like, this is my job. So we want to suggest incentives that reward innovation. When they do something, they should have a clear guideline of like, if you innovate, if you do something awesome, if you find a way to make us more efficient, more productive, service our customers better, here's what I'm willing to do for you. So if there's innovation and improvement, if they go beyond the call of duty and exceed your expectations, this is the group that needs to be rewarded. They need to be rewarded when they do things beyond the accountable. And if we learn to do this for this group of people in particular, their initiative will just explode. It'll explode. Their morale will go up and the morale of everyone around them will because it's infectious. And their performance will go up. You can't afford not to. And by doing these things that I just said, we'll start walking to the next level. As they get into this reward cycle, as they're recognized for what they're doing, as they begin to understand the intent of the organization and how they contribute and where they fit in and you know the vision and the mission and them, and it's this crazy cycle, all of a sudden, before you know it, they're, they're innovating. They're at the empowerment level. They're creating the change that you want to see. They're doing things in that you haven't yet vocalized. I'm excited, man. I love sharing the empowerment hierarchy with you all. This is the first time I've ever done this before. It's just been in my head. I've shared it with a few students, but no more than a few seconds. 
to do this deep darky is just, it's a lot of fun. So you can email me, mark at militarysherpa.com. Let me know how you're enjoying the series. Uh, but what I want you to do right now is who in your organization is at the responsible level? And what have you done right with them? And what have you done wrong with them? Where could you do better? I want you to think about those. And you can email me those at militarysherpa.com. And what I want you to do this week is share this episode. Can you share this episode? Just go out to social media, share it, tell people what you think. If you can do that, even tag me. I'm on all the major social media as well. I'm on Facebook too. But uh, tag me when you do. I would love to see it. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week is going to be all about the highest level empowerment. So I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa podcast with Mark Tilshire. 